Radio 103.5 FM WNHH, where you hear conversation, education, inspiration, information, and motivation from the American urban perspective. I am your host, Kinsley Osei. My co-host will not be here in the studio today. We have a very special guest, and this is one of our special programming of the uh, Juneteenth. And now today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bold Minds and Twitter. Also on my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org. And we are also streaming on all platforms, including um, YouTube, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, today, we don't even have a very specific topic. We will just be talking to um, a special person, um, one of, um, the, um, I call it a product of Connecticut, he is an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, um, a wife, a mother of three, a graduate, a CEO, and I can just go on and on and on and on. Please help me introduce um, Miss Mrs. Clara K. Masakoi. Did I pronounce it correctly? Absolutely. Perfect. Awesome. How are, how are you, lady? I am doing okay, even though I'm tired, but I'm so blessed to be on your show today. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. I see you very active. Um, I just realized you have shared the um, post to your followers, and um, a lot of them are looking forward to checking in. I hope that um, they are checking in with us, uh, and they'll get to know a little bit of um, what I think I know of you that they may not know of, um, of you. Thank you. I definitely do share that. I'm having problem with uh, the link over here. Yeah, we always do. Zoom have a complication. It doesn't look like it's a one size fit all. It works different for different devices, different whatever. But you know, we are on now. And uh, before I ask you to introduce yourself, let me um, just try to make uh, the formal introduction, just so that. Um, our listeners can get to know who is this special person that I have on the show um, today. Last week, I had a, um, another mompreneur on here, Miss Lily Annis. Uh, there was a very great show, a very busy. Um, he's also a philanthropist, uh, um, an entrepreneur, just as yourself. So um, it's good to have a back-to-back. So Mrs. Clara Masakoy is uh, um, Clara is Virgo Awards Entrepreneur of the Year of 2020. She grew up in Zambia where she attained much of primary education. She attended David uh, Kaunda Technical High School before she went to the U.S. When she arrived in the U.S., she continued her secondary and undergraduate studies, attaining two degrees in human resources management and a minor in business administration. Deeply Sensitized to her land, Africa, she embarked on a heartfelt humanitarian mission, thus birthing the Clara Kalala Foundation, CKF, in 2006. The CKF is a registered non-for-profit in Connecticut with an operational arm in Zambia. Over the years, CKF has been a bastion of hope and prosperity for many refugees, predominantly children, 
and infants orphaned by the civil conflicts. Through many outreach programs and collaborations with NGOs and state officials, the CFK has donated foster children education, girls education, as well as microfinance grants in underdeveloped rural areas. Um, check out their website, Clara Organic US. We have a lot to uh, uncover today. Clara, that is very beautiful. Thank you so much. So let's start this journey. You came to the U.S. At what age did you come to the U.S.? I was, I believe, 14. 14 years old. If I am not mistaken, I probably met you not too long after that. So let me tell you guys how I know Clara. I happen to know most of my guests all the time, right? I'm so freaking biased. <laughs> I knew Clara, well, being a Ghanaian African that I am, um, all yams are not the same. All men are not created equal. All yams are not created equal. Clara is a foodie, so she, she's going to get me through this. Uh, Ghanaians, we got the best yam in the world. Just as Michael Blackson is trying to settle the best jollof rice between Nigeria and Ghana, hands down, it is Ghana. Case closed. We don't have to talk about it. No battle. We got this, right? So... Uh, Clara used to work in, uh, in an um, African market where, you know, just a place to find a specialty shop for our needs. You know, whether I need a, a, a Milo, um, you know, you don't go to a regular grocery store to, uh, to buy a Milo if you're an African. You got to go to an African store to get that good made in Ghana or made in Ivory Coast uh, Milo. All Milos are not the same. So I would go down there to get my yams and uh, mackerel or whatever else I need. And, you know, she was always behind the counter and then, you know, I'll take some time, I'll talk to her and she was always studying. No matter how busy or how slow it is, you go down there and this girl is always studying. If I'm not mistaken, did you go to Houston Town Community College? Yes. So I read through your stuff and I did not- I went to, I'm sorry, Norwalk, Norwalk. You were Norwalk Community College? Yes. So you are a product of Norwalk Community College. I mean, this thing has to go in your bio, you know, they, you know, because you, you know, a lot of people think that they have to go to these big name colleges in order to gain stripes or get whatever it is. All of this is stripes. But at the end of the day, you went to a community college and got your degrees to the extent of utilizing them for everything that you're doing. So um, now that I've finished that part of the story, I need you to take it from there. All right. So like you said, um, growing up, when I came to the U.S., um, uh, thereafter, I believe a year later or so, my my uncle opened an African store. Yes, that's why um, I met you and I ran that store for some time. Um, until, you know, um, I, I started going to school, went to Norwalk. Um, after that, I moved to North Carolina. Moved to North Carolina. Um, before that, we launched our foundation in Connecticut, 2014. Uh, that's when uh, we started operating and doing charity work. Um, 2016, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, went to... North Carolina, and there went to school and um, got two degrees, one in business management and then human resources. 
um, you know, continuing to work towards my goal. Um, got married, um, had three kids, and we started our business, the beauty, uh, you know, company. We started supplying uh, PPE. Um, when we launched our product in 2020, uh, Walmart were interested in our product. We were so fortunate. So we are able to get in Walmart, um, five-star rated there. Uh, we're able to get in Amazon. Um, you know, after that, we never looked back. We continued to work on our charity work, um, as always. You know, you cannot help everybody, but we tried our best to do um, with the little that we have to empower people, children especially. We have been working with children since uh, 2014 in the Congo. Um, if you're aware of what is going on in the Congo, you know, a lot of kids go through a lot. So most of the time we just because of privacy and we try to respect the children. Uh, we don't like to put up uh, their images or anything on social media until, you know, they grow up um, and be able to stand on their own. And thereafter, they can decide. But we do receive emails, you know, text messages of how they're doing. And, um, you know, it's, that, it's, it's a passion of mine that I love doing that and, and hearing stories of people that I've never met before. Um, it just makes me happy. And um, blessed with a great husband and family, very supportive. Um, so that's all I can share right now. Well, you gave me a summary, and I would like to, you, to, you took a giant step, and I would like to go um, pieces by pieces because, um, you know, it, it's, 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 you are doing a whole lot, and you pretty much gave me another summary. summary. And you made it look so easy, and it wasn't that easy. First of all, how did you develop this passion of, um, you know, doing something for your country? From okay, you know, going to college, coming out of college for whatever it is that you wanted to do, and um, boom, I'm not, you know, you, we talked about um, that, you know, being a CEO of, um, you know, your product, which we will talk, we'll go back to that, just so that we can get a good. Uh, idea of what this product is, why this product is so special. But before we get back into that, let's elaborate on this global foundation that you have. You, know, you say you have passion, but what was driven by your passion? I have a nonprofit organization, community, Connecticut Against Violence, now Community Against Violence. I recall going to Ghana last year. I went back to my old school. They you know, gave me the, the, the purple carpet. Uh, treatment, you know, and I felt like, you know what, I, I need to come back here and do something, you know, you feel like you got to do things where you'll be appreciated the most, you know, but at the end of the day, I love my, you know, Connecticut, um, and, you know, I, I want to go back home and do for my community, and I follow you, and I mean, I see your joy uh, from where you started to um, even, you know, seeing your name in billboard in your country for, you know, your product, it's a, it's a good, great feeling. So let's get back to the passion driven to even starting this organization. How did that come along? Well, um, like I said, I grew up from a very 
I come from a very big family um, where I believe we all were raised, um, you know, everybody contributed to our upbringing. Let me just say that somebody brought something to the table that pushed you to, to where you are at the moment. Um, so growing up, I saw like, uh, especially Congo, uh, you know, Zambia, Haiti, and all those countries. I mean, I've seen it firsthand how kids just struggle even to put on shoes, um, food to eat. Um, so I was like, God, if you give me the opportunity where I can be able to help even one person um, make it, and I believe that with that in mind, that person will do the same thing for somebody else. So I started very small with, uh, you know, just kids sending them books, um, you know, shoes, could be uniform and and just like the joy of these kids when they receive those things, like made me push even harder. You know, they'll be like, oh, Aunt Clara, I've never wore a pair of shoes in my life. Oh, I've never had a new uniform to go to school. I've never had a new book bag. And, and I'm like, God, um, let me help as many kids as I can. And I know that when they grow up and I and I I see the testimonies, even the girls that I mentor, um, when they some people just need a uh, you know, it might not be financial, financially, you know, support, but sometimes they just need that person to talk to. Like they, the girls I've mentored, uh, some of them coming out from abusive homes. It could be maybe their parents died um, and then they never had anybody, you know, to talk to. And that just expanded, uh, you know, the territory. And then now we have adults, right? We have um, mothers or fathers who have nowhere to, to go, uh, maybe because they 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 just not in the position to help themselves. Um, so now we have gone from, you know, babies, uh, you know, to adults to, you know, now God has placed um, the effort where we're able to to cater to as many people as we can. So the passion was mostly of from, you know, those kids. And then it built it out from there. And you're in how many um, different locations? I'm sorry? How many different locations are you in? Okay, so now we are in Nigeria, Zambia, Haiti, um, and uh, on um Australia. Australia. I mean, that feeling of giving is um, one feeling that you have to do to really understand. So, you know, sometimes when I go to Ghana, I wake up early in the morning, I will have uh, a lot of money changed. And, um, you know, in this case, I'm going to school. So just give them, you know, um, you know, get a little bit of money here, a little bit of money here. And just, you know, listening to a kid at the age of, let's say, six, seven years old and saying, thank you very much. God bless you. The feeling of that and knowing that when he said, God bless you, it really meant God bless you. And people don't understand that when you do for somebody, you don't expect back. Um, Absolutely. You, you don't. You just don't know where that, um, where it, it, you don't know when 
something is going to happen and God is just going to protect you from that. I feel like that is the response of, you know, not expecting back by living it up to, you know, to, to God. So when I do good for somebody, I wish that they just do good to somebody else. Absolutely. You know, if I do for you, if I give you resources to do something, hopefully you could share the resources with somebody else that's needed. So, um, so yeah, that is um that is uh, very beautiful. So in terms of um uh, mentorship, how do you um um mentor them? Okay, so the the girls that I've mentored and I've had uh, more girls or women than men because sometimes I feel like men it's hard for them like to open up, right? Because I know you guys have that, you know, the chief, you know, it's like. Okay, it takes some time, but I've have you know more coming up and trying to get help. So what I do with my mentorship, I offer my time to could be a group of people because I believe in focusing on one person, right? I'm not gonna mentor a whole bunch of people at at one time. So I'm gonna sacrifice my time where last month it will be like five people. So I'm mm -hmm. putting my focus on, you know those people to make sure that they actually um, get to their, to their point where they want to be before I can take on another group. So that's what I do. So I will like ask you, like, what do you want? What do you want? Like, first of all, you have to define your purpose, right? Define your purpose. Um, when you know the purpose, then that way we can move forward. And if you are willing to take on that challenge where you know you want to do better and go to the finish line, like last month, um, I had two girls that got their, their high school diplomas and now they're looking to find work. So it's just that little push that some people need. Um, you know, take, put them on focus, like, okay, switch your mindset. This is where I want to be, and what can I do to get where I want to be? And those are the people that I like to mentor because you know what you need to do, and you are because you cannot force somebody to do what they don't want to do. So when it comes to mentorship, I want to, you to be all in. So that way, even if I'm putting in my resources, my time, I know that you know we're gonna get to the finish line. And then when you finish, you're gonna offer the same. Uh, time you not you might not do the same, but I'm glad that you are where you wanted to be. Okay, so for everybody that's listening, for all your global listeners, um, and um, now we're talking about um, the men. You know, how can um, men be um, in contact to, um, to to give their support to mentor some of our young men? Yeah, if you want to reach out to me, you can. Um, Email me at clara at claraorganicgarden.com or clarafernando at gmail.com. Okay. Um, now we're talking about the Clara, Clara Kalala Foundation. Um, we're going to get back and then we're going to um, get into your uh, product, which is the Clara, what is it, Clara Argan Oil Golden Shampoo? Yes, that's our best seller is Clara's Organ Oil. So it's a shampoo and a conditioner. It's the top seller and it's a shampoo and a conditioner. And I'll tell you, 
when we did our label, we just had a shampoo, but that is a shampoo and a conditioner. And a lot of customers Hold that on. have gotten it, they... Hold on to that thoughts. Hold on to that thoughts, because we're going to elaborate on that. Let's um, do a station ID, and then uh, uh, we'll be right back to talk about that. Okay. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHHLP. I am your host, Kinsley Osei. And if you are just joining us today on Urban Talk Radio, you can join the conversation on Facebook at Bold Minds and Twitter. Also on my Facebook page, Kinsley O-S-E-I. You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to newhavenindependent.org and all platforms. In the studio with us today, we have our very special guest, it's Clara Masakoy of Clara Kalala Foundation. And uh, now we are going to talk about the Claris Argan oil. It says Argan and not Argan. Is A-R-G-A-N, is that correct? Yes. What's the difference between A-R-G-A-N and uh, Argan? Um, I mean, you know, trying to school me. Argan oil, we is it's the oil we sourced uh, straight from Morocco. I guess the other one could mean as, as something else, but what I know, organ oil is A R G A N. Okay, so now let's continue to um. By the way, I'm sorry. Um, we were a little bit behind starting, so I did not really get a chance to ask you how is the family, how is the, how is the kids, your beautiful family. Oh, thank you. Everybody's doing well. They're out of school, so I'm enjoying time with them right now. I know they're very active, especially my last baby, Philomena. Very active, but I'm enjoying them being home, especially with, you know, just them doing the same thing over and over. I, I'm glad they needed that break just to be out and just spend more time with them. I will get back on that before we finish the show, probably to talk a little bit about your family. You have a very beautiful family. Um, just like myself, I share a part of my family to the world because you know we have a world of misery. And if you could put a smile on somebody's face, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. You never know what's going on in somebody's home. Every home is not the same. And if you have that joy in your home and you can share it with the world and it can make somebody smile, it's a beautiful thing. I'm not saying share everything going on in your house, share the negativity going on in your house. You find how to control that negativity going on in your house. It's not for the world to know. But if you have anything positive going on in your house that you can share to the world, feel free. I share my, 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 my daughter with the world and people say, you know what, she have this smile that, and smiling is contagious. So if you put up that smile and it's gonna you know, make somebody else smile who was having a bad day, feel free to do so. And I watched you raise that little girl from the very beginning before the other two came along and it was such um, a beautiful thing. I just had my daughter, my daughter is about to be three years old. Um, I watched you raise that little, girl with so much joy uh whether it's dancing or just i seen it all to a certain extent so i just thought it out i'll throw it out there and, uh, you know uh, and share what we have the joy that we have we can share it with the our world because um it makes a difference just so that you, you know you don't know thank you so much that means a lot you know um uh... 
it's it's sometimes you know uh social media um I've seen a lot of like mothers, you know, call me like, how do you manage? Like, how do you get time to be with your family, to do this, to do that, to do that? Like, what's your secret? And I always say time management, right? Time management is very important. And also it matters with a person that you are sharing that life with, right? Um Sometimes you that just having that support to do things that you need to do also means a lot. So I and more importantly, time management. Like I, I always have everything like planned. Like this day, this especially when my day starts, I know what um what is the main thing that you need to do, you know, what are the main things that you need to do? Um before you start your day like you do you start on with all those important things that you need to do if you need to get uh especially when the kids are in school it's more a little like you know you're gonna do a lot of things and by the time they come back to school but when they're home it's like you're sharing all that uh time together so you're not really waiting for them to come or, or do anything. So more importantly, just to cut the story short, time management is very important and, and uh, doing the things that matters the most because we can be so focused on things that don't matter and then we lose on the things that matters the most, um, especially like the kids. Your, your daughter is already two years old, right? Yeah, she's going to be three in October 29th. Oh my God. And if you were just born like yesterday, so, you know, time goes by so fast. So yeah. I want my kids to have as, you know, much memories as they can with, we, you know, with us, even if they grow up, go to school. Like I want them to know that, you know, we had uh, like just the upbringing, a more so of training a child. I, I want them to, to really represent me when they're out there, like just teaching them, you know, the fundamentals, how to respect their elders, um, you know, just about God. More importantly, uh, when you teach them that from the beginning, it will be easier. You know, it's not easy, but it's easier when you start them from, you know, ground. My daughter, for example, you say you have watched her. She formed for the first time. In their school, they have a class, uh, Christ club. That's what they call it. But she formed a group at the school where she talk about God and, you know, just bring other girls to, you know, talk about God, you know, all that matters a lot. So I am so proud of the things that she does, even like fasting. My daughter would be like, Mom, I want to fast. And I'm like, Oh Lord, I feel so, um, guilty because I eat so much and for her to be thinking about fasting and you know helping her friends out you know it's 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 the foundation so that's what really motivates me mostly about you know family um unapologetically um I kind of interrupted you to um talk about family uh family matters um, this is why we don't have a topic for today because it's it, it, 
you know, everything is necessary, whether it being a mompreneur, you know, raising a family, you know, running a foundation, um, all that matters. So now let's get back to the Claris Argan Oil. How did you come up um, with that? What inspired you? To so this uh, Claris Organ Oil started from my daughter, Precious, right? So I I tried so many products on I hear. I hear was not growing. Like I'll go buy this, buy this, and I ended up just having so much things in my house. So uh my husband was like, you know what, why can't we just start formulating our own ingredients and see how it works? At first I was just like, you know, not even looking to say, oh, I'm gonna sell this one day or anything. So when he was like, you know what, we can start, you know different things. So we started formulating our ingredients, you know, writing down things and just doing so much research. Um, and then we got our first um, product. That's the Clara's Organ Oil. And we used it on pressures. So here I was just like growing. I'm like, oh my God. So I told my husband, I'm like, this thing is working. And so he was like, you know what, let's try and, and give our independent people out there who don't know us, give them little samples, let them go try on themselves and see, you know, the results. And we did that for like maybe six or seven months. And everybody was like, oh my God, where did you buy this? Where did you buy this? I'm like, mm, this is our product. They're like, you guys should start selling this with wildness you guys to you know a lot of people will love this product and 2020 during covid is when we launched this product and just everybody you look at the reviews on walmart our website you know a lot of people even call me and say hey clara thank you for making this product and before we even launched this product uh just to see uh, how quickly people like we didn't even spend so much on marketing it's like everybody that bought our product marketed for us mm. they're like oh you need to buy this you need to buy this and i i was like no this is our baby when we wanted to be uh bought out after receiving so much you know uh the the reports the sales and everything we wanted to um this company reached out to us Wanted to buy us out. We're like, oh my God, this is still our baby. I know most of these companies, when they buy you out, they want to change so many yes. things. Yes. yes. So I was yes. like, I know the money sounds so good, but not right now. This is our baby. We money hold money, this money brand. Money. Yes. We hold this brand and we, we have sourced every ingredient that we have there because I used to look at, um, I have, you know, I have, Three babies. I look at the the wash, the shampoo for the kids had so many, so much harsh chemicals, and I'm like, God, that's why when we start growing up and our hair are not just growing well because it takes time. All those chemicals will catch up with you over time. Like we've seen, like girls are like, what happened to my hair? Why my hair not grown? Without knowing that there's so many harsh chemicals in those products and like, if we can stick to this, I mean, this is our baby. So that's how we started um, the Clara's Organ Garden, through Precious. You know, I used to, um, 
it's funny that you're saying that because there's a product that I use for my face, um, Lucky Tiger. And I discovered this from my barber shop back in the days. And, um, you know, only the Muslims used to, used to sell that. Because, you know, when I shave, I may get bumps. So I don't use nothing but Lucky Tiger. And I remember how pure and uncut it was. I guess somewhere down the line, they sold the products. They, they, they were bought out. And when they were bought out, it was just not the same anymore. It was bought out and then boom, it was watered down. You know, it reminds me of Sylvia's restaurants in um, Harlem. You know, I used to go down there in the 90s, shop my man Billy Bush, who would go to New York City for, you know, to, to buy records or whatnot. And, um, you know, we would always go to Sylvia's restaurant to, um, to go eat. Food, everything was just so good. And then boom, they were bought out. And the food was just not, it was the best soul food restaurant in the country, hands down. But they were bought out and then boom, there goes the watered down version. So yeah, um, you know, if you're gonna sell it, you got to make sure that you have some type of um, control. But then again, you know, it comes to mass production, and with the mass production, it's not under your control anymore. You know, depending on how much they bought you out for, they, you know, you don't have that much control over it anymore. And they go from organically growing the product to fertilizing it just to you know put them out there, get them in the Walmart, get them in there, you know, get them in the targets. People want it, it's demanded, and now they're not giving out quality anymore. It's just making sure that people are getting them as needed. That is very true that you say that once you, you are being bought out, it's like mass production now. You know, there's demand. You know, Walmart needs a target, beauty supplies, you name it, websites. So they're like, you know what? There's no need to wait on all those ingredients to come in so we can <laughs> produce this product. Let's go. Keep rolling. And we just felt that at that time, we, I'm like, I'm so attached to a product. And, mm -hmm. and, and I'm because I know the hard work that we put in, like, at the end of the day, the money is so good. But when I hear these people that um, call, like, write testimonies, it's just like, let me hold on a little longer. Or even if I had somebody buy me out, I would rather go, like, 50-50, where I had, at least I have a say in my product. I just don't want, you know, being bought out and boom, like people are uh, having now, it's no longer the product that I fell in love with. Um, I mean, that's the challenge right there. And if it is that's you, the challenge. I hand 51 you, 49 them. You said what? I said, and even if you have the upper hand, 51% you, 49 them. So you could, you could still have some type of 1% control. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, so um, how can people get this uh, product and where is this um, product right now? Um, I know okay, so our product, you well. can order it from our website. It's claraorganic.us, claraorganic.us. Or you can go to Walmart and type in, uh, you go to Walmart website, walmart.com, and in their search button, just type in Clara Organ Oil, and it will pop up. Um, we are sold out in Amazon, and Amazon is the same thing, and on our website. So those are the three places you can buy our products from. 
Awesome. Now, um, you have an intimate connection with your followers. You have about 10,000 uh, followers on, uh, on, uh, um, on uh, Instagram and however you have on Facebook. You do go live periodically. Um, I'm not sure if it's once a week, twice a week or whatever. Um, but you have this connection to followers. Talk to me about that. You have hundreds of people that check in. Yeah. Yeah, so I call I call them family, right? I don't necessarily call them followers, uh, right. because of you know the the just the bond that I have with them. Um, and some of them I have not even seen them before in person, but just like I feel like I have a family because we help each other. I have a very great team. Uh, we try to help as many people as we want, you know, uh, people who need empowerment just to start up with small business, uh, people who just need food. Some people just need, you know, some kind of help. So we have, we have that bond with, um, I call them family. Uh, and it's amazing. Like you have these people that you have never seen before and they're just so much love and support. Um, and when I'm talking to them live, I feel like, okay, this is my family because there's that connection. If you know what I mean? Like you, you have never seen people before, but then you feel so much connected to them. And sometimes I go to sleep. I'm like, ah, this person needed this, this person needed this, like, um, take it so personal and I just don't know, but that's just how it is. I feel that connection. Awesome. Um, and uh, thanks for um, correcting me because I don't call them followers neither. Um, just like my um, EAV, I call them our CAV family. I tell kids that come into our program, you are not just a kid in our program. Are part of our family. Um, I'm a phone call away at any time as needed. So, yes, they're not followers. They are a part of our their community. Yeah, they are part of your family. Um, just a couple of things I would like to touch on before we uh, we probably have five six minutes. Let's talk about your love for music. <clears throat> I love. Um... I'm old school, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm old school and I love um R&B, you know, more of like gospel music. Um my kids, you won't believe it. They love to dance and I they... won't believe it because I, I know you you <laughs> you've been dancing with them just just like myself. My daughter loves to dance and she's grabbing me ready to dance all the time. I said, daddy loves to dance with you, but daddy's not a dancer. Daddy's not the best dancer in the world, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I love the gospel. You know, I love, I love every music that tells a story because um, nowadays, especially like the hip-hop world and it's, it's, you know, the music out there is just not the same as, you know, the music. Like, I call myself old school, so I enjoy that old school music because um, it tells the story. It's teaching something. If it's not gospel, it's like, okay, we're going to listen to something that's going to motivate somebody. And then I'm dancing to what I'm listening to. And mostly, like, I don't know if you are familiar with, like, Congolese music, the beat. My son loves that. It could be gospel, and he would just be like, 
and the father can dance too. He. <laughs> what does his father do? What does uh, your your husband do? I know he's very supportive of your businesses, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Is a software engineer. What is it? A software engineer. Oh, software engineer. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Um, let me see. Uh, we got a couple of more minutes to go. Fashion. You have a love for fashion. Big, 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 big love for fashion. Yeah, so uh, fashion has always been, you know, my thing. Um, I remember when I was like a little younger, trying to like sew stuff for myself um, and, and just like putting out fashion there that, you know, means something, right? For example, you go to uh, a wedding, like you want to feel unique, you want to, you know, dress as you. So that's some of the things that I enjoy doing. Um, I've put it on hold for now because I had like so many things, but once in a while, I put up pieces together, you know, just think about a design um, that I want to do. And then I'll put it to life and sell some pieces once in a while. But before I was so more into it, like I used to sell a lot of pieces like weddings and, you know, all kind of stuff. But now I feel like I'm like coming out a little bit, but then I'm like there at the same time. So I'm, we're working on the website because a lot of people reach out to me like, Clara, I want to buy this. And, and I feel like, okay, it's time to have my website back up. And so people can go there and just enjoy some of the little designs that I do. So you you are the one that actually makes the dress-alike clothing with your kids. Yes. You mix your own dresses that you wear. Yes. So I design them and then I have my tailor. They'll put in like, uh, you know, sew it for me. But I definitely design everything for my kids. Uh, yeah. So let me let me say this real quick. I know we have about three more minutes. Um, I knew you at what age? You said what? I knew you at what age? Uh, I think maybe when I was like 18, 17. Yeah, about, yeah, about 18. Okay. So let's say I have said it on this air so many times. There was a time when I wasn't proud to be an African in the U.S. Just because of how we were portrayed and bullied and everything. Um, you know, so there were those times where, you know, we were embarrassed to wear our, you know, African clothing because we didn't fit in this society of, you know, Black people not looking at us like we were one of them. And now here comes this, um, you know, African uh, bubble through Afrobeast. Um, um, it's not about one channel network just telling us about Africa. It's about this phone right here, the social media network giving the real insight of the beauties of Africa. I was watching, um, I stay up late and I mean, you know, I watch, um, you know, uh, uh, I watch um, uh, um, these shows, you know, just so that I can really get an understanding of people. And I've I seen this, you know, the Davido podcast with uh, Drink Champs and it was such, I'm not sure if, you, if you've if you seen it or you know Davido's story. It's 
so interesting. This man is the godson of the richest black man in the world. He talked about how rich his father is, how his father wanted to make sure that he kept him in school and he kept running out of school because he just had passion for music and just going on and on and on. It was just such an, and, and, and you know, you, 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 sometimes you look at these artists and they are so big and you can automatically paint them as all the same, um, being cocky or whatever. Davido happened to be such a humble kid and he tells you it's all because of his upbringing, you know, which is what he's happening. But I say all this to say that, um, you know, for you, you know, how do you feel now that you feel so comfortable in your African clothing better now than ever? Now everybody wants it as opposed to before. How do you feel? It's just a wrap up. I mean, it's it's amazing because I remember when I went to the U.S., a lot of kids like didn't want to stay in school because they were being bullied about, you know, oh, because a lot of and I feel like it's not them. It's what they were being told or what they were watching at that time. So like you said, social media now has, you know, people now can travel. People now know that Africa is Africa is a re Africa is rich, right? Mm -hmm. um, we are we a lot of people doing. I mean, there's corruption here and there, but mm -hmm. you're not gonna discount corruption. how what the resources, the things that Africa brings to the table. So there's nothing to be ashamed about, and I'm so glad that the world can see the beauty of Africa. You know. Uh, it comes to music, you know, clothing, like, so it, it's, it's just so amazing. So I feel so happy that, you know, Africa has been recognized everywhere. It comes to music, you know, all big stages, you know, the Davido, the Burner Boys, you know, all the gospel singers. And, you know, it's, it's such a great feeling, like, you know, all those kids that are coming now from Africa, they don't have to feel the way that other kids used to feel that time. Because I have little kids that be like, I don't want to go to school because I'm going to be bullied, you know, because some kids thought Africa, they just came from monkeys and all kind of stuff. So I feel great that now this generation don't have to go through that. Awesome. Well, I had the pleasure of working with uh, Akon from day one, and um, he he used to wear this T-shirt says uh, "Believe in Africa." Akon had a vision. This was going to happen, and uh, you know, he kept telling NBA players, "Everybody, stop complaining and just go to Africa and put your money where your mouth is." Uh, so, on that note, Miss Clara, please tell us how you can be reached again. You can reach me on Facebook, Clara K. Masakwa, Instagram, Clara, you know, underscore Masakwa, or you can reach out to me through our, web, our website. You can reach, I mean, sorry, you can look up our website. It's clarahogan.us or claregordon.us. So we have two websites, and you can email me, clara at Thank you very much for joining us. This is the Urban Talk Radio 103.5 FM WNHH. I am your host, Kingsville Stay, and if you are just joining us on the last part of our show, you can join the conversation on Facebook and Google Mind. 
You can also stream this show on your smartphone or computer by logging on to New Haven Independent Org and also on my Facebook page, NCOSDI. Thank you for joining us. Remember, Urban Talk Radio airs every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you for the for the wonderful things you go you're doing for Connecticut. I'm so proud of you. So proud of the family, and it's an honor to have me on your show. I'm really grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for joining us.